Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is a very special episode of the HR Social Hour. John and Wendy talk to Shannon Martin. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing today, John? Wendy, I'm well. Hard to believe we are well into October and kind of an off off time recording for us today, wow. talking to Shannon, who is joining us all the way from Valencia, Spain, no less. <laughs> You know, we are, I'm loving all of the international conversations um, that, that we're having and uh, it, it's challenging, but I think it's a fun challenge for us to uh, get these scheduled. Interestingly enough, Shannon is a, a fellow American who just happens to be overseas. I met Shannon several years ago at the DC PodFest. Podbean has been such a tremendous supporter of our show, tremendous platform and people to work with when it comes to podcasting. A lot of our listeners, some of them have been curious about starting shows, maybe even starting them at work. So we wanted to have some time to talk to Shannon. Who better to go to to have those conversations than somebody's in the industry, <laughs> has been in it for a while. We're going to have a just an amazing yes. conversation about podcasting yep. personally, professionally, and everywhere else. Wendy, let's make the introduction and we'll get started. So excited to welcome Shannon Martin to the show. She is the Director of Communications and Corporate Podcast Specialist with Podbean. She has worked in communications and content creation for almost 20 years in a variety of capacities. With both a professional interest and personal passion for podcasting, Shannon enjoys the opportunity to help individuals and their companies start, develop, and grow their podcasts. Well, Shannon, welcome to the show. Um, Our first question, as always, what is in your glass? I'm going to be kind of plain today. I'm drinking a, a big glass of water, which I always have water with me. So that's pretty much always in my glass. Sometimes I just have something ancillary as well. That's the number one answer. A little family feud. Ding, ding, ding. Everybody clap. <laughs> Shannon, not only is it the number one answer, we are sponsoring water for certain events now. Totally get it. And I think it's entirely appropriate. It is Saturday morning for us. So it is probably better that we are drinking something more water-based than not. Can't thank you enough for making time. And I have to ask, how exactly does one get into the podcasting industry from a business side? It's easy for us to hit the button and start what we do, but how do you get into it and get to door for someone like Podbean? Yeah, I mean, I think all there's a lot of different paths that people take to it. I have always been a, a podcast lover, and um, I've been working for many years in content creation and communications. And at my my main role, I actually have a master's in gerontology. So my my main company that I had worked for for many years doing a blogging and education was actually in the elder care world. So a very different world. And I actually randomly came across a job at Podbean. So it was one of those sort of less typical situations where it wasn't networking or anything um, and started doing some writing and that kind of work with them. And so, yeah, just and immediately was thrilled to be working in a field of something that I loved so much. That's an interesting leap. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I'm not, you know, I don't know what the audience is like for podcasts in that group. Um, I don't know if they're an audience <laughs> that listens to a lot of podcasts. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about Podbean. I really didn't know much about Podbean at all when John chose Podbean as a platform. Tell us a little bit about the history and changes you've seen along the way that have kind of surprised you. Oh, yeah, lots of change. Uh, The company was founded in 2006, but actually got rolling to the public in 2007. It's a private company, private ownership. We're a small team. uh, So it's been it's been really enjoyable working really closely, you know, with the leadership. The owners are computer guys, computer programmers, and they really saw the 
the concept of sort of, of WordPress and other blogging platforms and the very nascent uh, industry of podcasting at that time and wanted to bring that same kind of style to podcasting where it would be very easy for someone to get up and running with it uh, without, you know, having to know the back end of, you know, building a website, for example, with a, a blogging situation. That's kind of how we started. Um, we've grown to, we now host over 500,000 podcasts. And then in the last several years, we've gotten a real specialty in working with corporate clients, a lot of whom are doing internal private podcasts and so not the ones you would, you won't find them on, on Apple or Spotify because they're strictly internal and strictly for their employees in everything from employee communications to training and uh, leadership development and all of that. Um, so We've seen so much change. I mean, just Podbean alone, we started out as a hosting platform. We developed an app. An app is a whole different ballgame, you know, a listening app. So that's you know more than 2 million people on a weekly basis. So you're dealing with a lot of different pieces of the puzzle. Uh, we do audio live streaming now. We've done a lot with monetization for podcasters. And I would just say the industry has just changed dramatically. Uh, yeah, again, we went from a small group of podcasters to more than 500,000. And the industry has seen, you know, a similar type of growth. And it's now, you know, large companies are paying attention, you know, high-end talent are, are doing podcasts and they're getting recruited by, you know, Spotify to do a podcast for them. And, and those kind of things that really weren't happening, you know, when I first started, everything about it kind of has changed. Although, you know, the basics, I think, are the same and the independent podcaster can still start and can still gain traction and can still get their voice out there. So there's the, the basis of it is still the same. My daughter's Girl Scout troop did a podcast for their silver award. It was so nice to be able to show them, here's a very easy platform. Here's something you as a, you know, a middle schooler could jump on and dive into pretty easily. That was something that was kind of fun to be able to show them. And so I love that you guys have made it easy for people to jump into this awesome world of podcasting. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. And we actually work with a lot of students. So that's really also something that my, my boss is especially passionate about. So we do a lot of opening accounts for schools and things like that. And we're doing a lot more work with universities and things now. So it's really fun. I was on a panel for an educational series not too long ago that was a journalism student group. It's some, some professional journalists, but a lot of students, it's mainly a student group. And it was just really cool. And we had one of our Podbean podcasters that runs this really cool podcast on different charities all around the world. It was so fun to be able to tap her into this, you know, this conference and to talk about her experiences. So I love that. Awesome. Shana, let's talk a bit more about the internal corporate podcasting component of Podbean. And interestingly enough, I ran into one of your peers at a Sherm conference several years ago, saw the Podbean banner, got really excited because I had no idea that that was a function or even a piece of the business that was developing. You mentioned, you know, you launched it. Talk about how it's kind of grown. And as you're talking to prospective clients, what do you tell them about launching an internal show and how exactly Podbean helps put all that together? Yeah, it's been something that developed out of clients asking us about it. I think there were clients who there, there wasn't much of a solution out there for it at the time. And they said, we want to put a podcast out, but we don't want to put it out on Apple. We, we're going to be talking about things that, you know, can't go out to the public. And what can you do for us? <laughs> and so we basically built the platform out of customer need and have iterated over the years to make it more 
feasible for what people need, especially for security of information. That's really important for a lot of people, but also for the employee user experience, because of course you could record audio and just put it you know, on your company intranet and that kind of thing. But we want to be able to give companies the experience that you get with podcasting, the, the mobile friendly, the ease of listening, you know, the features of listening and that kind of thing. So it's, it's that balance that we've been able to provide. And I guess what I tell companies that want to do it Sometimes they have an idea in mind of, of already, you know, why they want to do it. Sometimes it's because someone just likes podcasts at the company. Maybe the CEO thinks it's a cool idea. It's always really important to hone in on that. Why? You know, what's the content going to be? Of course, that's key. And also, what is it about the podcast that we think has benefits over some other method of communicating the information. Uh, and I certainly can give a lot of those reasons, <laughs> but it's going to be a matter of finding out, you know, at that, in that individual situation, how, how much does it really work? And usually they come to us with that idea in mind. They say, here's the problem we're having. That's why we think a podcast could solve it. But that is key because you don't just want to be throwing another thing at employees. Uh, you want it to be something that's going to save them time, be more relevant to them, get information across in a storytelling manner, which is a lot of times one of the biggest benefits. Those are the kind of things I always say to kind of focus on first. What Podbean's here to do is provide the platform to make that all easy, to make it compliant with their company requirements so that when they go to their IT folks and say, we're going to do this, that it meets those needs and that it has a good experience for the employees so that they can, you know, so they actually, there's some uptake to actually listening to it. And then we provide really specialized analytics that are a little bit different than our normal podcasting analytics. They provide second by second consumption and user level data, which is important for uses like training and things like that. You know, we really help out with the technical side. We're building more and more resources on the whole picture so even though we don't do, for example, podcast production, we're building more partnerships with people that do sort of professional level production for companies. And we're going to be doing a LinkedIn event, uh, I think early November, that's going to specifically be about corporate, both internal and branded podcasts. And we're going to have a lot of our customers come and talk about their experiences and some of the lessons they learned, some of the mistakes they made along the way, and bring some of that education. So we're trying to offer more than just the platform as well for, for people doing it to, to make it a, a positive experience. Obviously, we can provide the platform, but if people aren't having success with what they're doing with it, if it's not helping the business, then it's not going to go anywhere. I think one of the great things that I've seen come out of Podbean in the last bit, shameless plug, I was on the show a while back, podcasting smarter, particularly those that are listening that want to hear about client success stories. I think that's a really good place to learn about where some of these organizations have started launching these programs to try to determine what is it just corporate communications? Is it training? Some of the information, some of the people you've had on on that show are really interesting. I'm jealous, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> in some cases, <laughs> the amount of content, great content that's being created. I hope people will check that out. And I think that's been a, a great way to learn about what's going on with the platform, too. Yeah, it's really been nice because with these internal podcasts, especially, I can't tell you, oh, here, listen to this one that JP Morgan Chase, they're doing a, a training podcast. Here, listen, you can't, you can't listen because we have to keep it secure. We've been able to fortunately get some of them to come on Podcasting Smarter and tell us about their experiences. So it's the it's all, the only way we can really provide that use case, that scenario. And, you know, there's a lot of things they've learned. And fortunately, they've 
the clients, a lot of them start out with one idea, one need. And then, as you mentioned, they're doing a lot of stuff because it tends to really expand. It becomes very popular in their organizations and they find a lot of different ways to use podcasting. So they have some, you know, kind of unique uses that it's really neat to hear about. Shannon, what do you see as the next big thing in podcasting? Honestly, and maybe it's because of my focus, I might be a bit, bit biased, but I definitely think that corporate podcasting is one of the next big things. Uh, it's already here, but I really believe every company is going to feel that they need a podcast in the same way that they realize they need a website and a blog. I think that's going to be a, a big change that, you know, it's just starting right now. And of course, they're also when I say corporate podcasting, then there's also the whole side of media networks and celebrities and things getting into podcasting. But I'm I'm particularly seeing that. I, I don't know where that will go. Things come and go with celebrities and influencers and stuff. So I, I, I know podcasting will get more popular, but I kind of see a much more steady path with corporate podcasting for internal and branded style of podcast. Because I just uh, I just imagine, you know, people doing communications are going to really understand that it's a very powerful way to get stories across. Shannon, you've had a great opportunity over the years to participate in a lot of podcast conferences. And as I tell folks, those are such a different experience from an HR conference, from a comic book convention, stuff that I take part in. That first experience I had at DC PodFest really was amazing and surprising in that people are super passionate about what they are super passionate about and met some amazing folks doing really, really different things than what HR Social Hour certainly is. When novice podcasters, and let's talk more independent podcasters, somebody trying to start something outside. If a novice podcaster asks you for one piece of advice, what do you tell them? I always say, know your why, know why you're doing it. And usually there is a passion. So they probably know, but know, know why, because it dictates so much about what you do, about everything, you know, the content, but maybe also the format, you know, what kind of plan you have in place? Is it, you know, with the goal of building a business around it? Uh, is it something you're passionate about? And you're just thrilled to be able to sit down with your best friend and talk every week. Uh, because again, that changes things. And um, it's also really important because it does take work, <laughs> as you all know. And if you don't know why you're doing it, you're going to be one of the many podcasts that fade out pretty quickly. So you kind of really have to start with understanding that before anything else. The average show lasts, what now, nine episodes, 10 episodes, something like yeah, that? Yeah, it may even be less now because with more free hosting services and, and free tools and things out there, you have a lot more people starting more on a whim, not thinking about why beforehand sure. or, or just sort of copying another idea that they're not really that passionate about. So I, I think it's even, there's a lot more inactive shows nowadays. Well, Shannon, we have actually started outsourcing some of our work because, yeah, obviously doing a podcast is a lot of work. And we've been asking our guests for what they would ask our podcast guests. Former guest Chris Hadley asks, if you're speaking at an event, what would you use as your entrance music? Ooh, interesting. I had to do a song once I was nominated for a 40 under 40 kind of thing, influential. Oh, cool. The song was more related to my work in gerontology. The thing that comes to mind for this, my favorite song that always gets me in an upbeat mood is Island in the Sun by Weezer. Do you all know that Oh, song? yeah. Very bright and upbeat. So I think of that or on a more philosophical note, I might try to go a little deeper. I love that song. It's a really old one. The birds turn, turn, turn to everything oh, the season. Yeah. yeah, that just kind of fits my philosophy about life. So yeah. 
see if I go fun or fun or philosophical. I I love it. Now I'm gonna have to pull out Weezer. <laughs> I haven't listened. It's to a very. In a while. It just makes you. It kind of. It makes you smile. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Shannon, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is the half hour question connection. What career did you dream of having when you were a child? I dreamed a lot. <laughs> I had so many. I, I, yeah, I was all across the board. The two that I remember that sort of stuck out was for a while I was interested in architecture. Oh, uh, but that was at a younger age. So I didn't, I, it never was anything I really pursued in school or anything. And then towards the time when I was starting to really think about a career, I thought about child psychology and I did get a master's in social work. So I kind of, I kind of went in that direction, but yeah, I, it was a new thing every year for me, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? I have been fortunate to really be connecting with a lot of new people on LinkedIn. I've gotten really much more into LinkedIn lately. One that comes to mind is Christopher Lind. I don't know if you all know him. He runs Learning Tech Talk. It's a LinkedIn live stream, but also turned into a podcast. You know, he repurposes. And we did an interview that hasn't come out yet, but it'll be out on LinkedIn in the next probably couple months. And he runs a learning, I think it's called Learning Sharks community. So it's it's um, primarily geared towards L&D people. Yeah, he's a real dynamo. Learning Sharks. That makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really. And so all the people I would recommend kind of have some, you know, I mean, he has to get this podcast and this LinkedIn show. I also I just was thinking, uh, I just met this last week, a lady who uh, really struck me as somebody that I was so excited to connect with. And her name is Christine Job, I believe. And she has a podcast called Flourish in the Foreign. And she interviews people um, of the African diaspora all around the world, uh, women living in countries all over, you know, their, their story, but also a lot of really good questions, just really impressed. But she did a local podcasting event, just put the word out there. Hey, if you're a creator, a podcaster, who wants to get together and chat? And we had this meeting and I was so excited, especially after the dearth of events and the dearth of connection, you know, this last bit of time. It was just so nice to talk podcasting and meet some people in person. Shannon, how do you maintain balance? That's a constant struggle for me. I am not very good at maintaining balance, to be honest. <laughs> be perfectly honest. Uh, it's definitely a work in progress. I lean towards overworking. So what I do try to do is make sure that I have some physical activity every day. I really, really thrive on taking walks. During the COVID times, I really started doing more yoga, oh. something that I could do anywhere. And, you know, I have my mat and I just do, I do it with YouTube videos. I don't go to classes or anything. Um, that's been really helpful. And I also do a daily self-reflection where I kind of go through pros and cons, you know, things I could improve upon. Was there anybody that I, you know, need to apologize to for anything, you know, kind of taking inventory of myself um, every day. So that's something that's really helped me with growing and also not dwelling on things. Shannon, how do you enjoy giving back to your community? Well, I'm really a big believer in being sort of open and available to help. And I try to do that, whether it's on LinkedIn with, you know, people professionally and being willing to give ideas and resources or especially having lived in a few different countries, I, it's absolutely essential for me to be able to tap into other people that have the same experience and have ideas and help. So I try to give back, you know, by also sharing advice. Uh, and then I also, I really like to volunteer. And I uh, even here, I haven't lived very long in Spain, but I'm doing a volunteer friend line where I have an elder friend who I call every week. So I was really pleased to get tapped into that, you know, pretty early in my time here. 
I love it. Shannon, what is your favorite movie? That's been a go-to for, for many years. Life is beautiful. Uh, absolutely. Oh. Cry, cry every time. <laughs> What's the first concert you remember attending? I think I went to, I think my parents took me to some kids music type concerts. I, I'm, I can't remember who those <laughs> were, like festivals of some sort. Uh, the one that's, that I remember more, you know, on my own was, it's kind of an oddball one. It was Julian Lennon. Do you does oh, anyone wow. even remember Absolutely. that he was a yep. singer? <laughs> yeah, that was a, his brief time of fame. <laughs> what was the last show you binge watched? Uh, we just finished The Fall with uh, Jillian Anderson, is that her name? They used to be on the um, oh. X-Files. Yeah, it was really yep. good, intense, like serial killer show, but... <laughs> <laughs> intense Shannon what's a hobby or a thing you really like to do that may surprise people I don't think my hobbies are very surprising because I love reading I love podcasts of course <laughs> uh, so those wouldn't surprise anybody <laughs> travel obviously I guess the thing that I like to do not a hobby per se but that might surprise people because it sounds painful to a lot of people is I, I really thrive on the challenge and the puzzle of living in and being in different cultures. I love the challenge of figuring out the bureaucracy of, you know, China, Spain, <laughs> places I've lived and, you know, going to the grocery store and just watching what people do differently. That all kind of keeps me feeling alive. So that's something a lot of people wouldn't like that I like. <laughs> you brought up the podcasting piece. I'm sure it's incredibly difficult because I know you're probably a power listener like I am in terms of volume. What's your favorite podcast ever what you're listening to now what's something that you really think people ought to check out besides hr yes. Social, of course yeah i mean of right. course that's that's a given <laughs> that that would be my number one i always have a hard time with this question there's some old favorites um but i'll go more with something that i discovered recently to try to hone in on something i discovered not long ago this podcast called there she goes they actually were on Podbean's storytelling uh, event. Two women who started this podcast, and they don't do a sort of a typical interview style. They actually have women come on and read their travel stories uh, in their own voice. So it's it's a really a, a very much a storytelling podcast, and I've really enjoyed some of the fascinating stories that they've had featured. Interesting. All right, Shannon. Finally. As as before, we are crowdsourcing. So if you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, what would you ask? I'm always really into learning and curiosity. So I think I'd make it something like uh, what drives your curiosity or what are you curious about? Something along those lines. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's a good question. I love to, yeah, I love to try to keep myself in that mindset always of, uh, you know, kind of constantly being a learner. Uh, I guess that's why that mm -hmm. other question about, you know, what do you enjoy that people might be surprised by? That's kind of where that comes from. I just, I love that, uh, that sense of wonder, trying to find that in day-to-day -day life. Love it. Shannon, you can now see it's in the book. Some, someone <laughs> soon will get that question. And we'll have to let you know how they respond. But we really do appreciate you making time, time zones mm -hmm. and everything else that's going on. Appreciate you spending some time with us to talk about Podbean and, and what you do there and, and just the really great stuff that's happening. Again, it's been a tremendous partnership for us to to be with Podbean now since the beginning. My other show that I'm part of has been there for 10 plus years. So a lot of connection there. I know there are probably some of our listeners that probably were not connected with you previously that will want to now, particularly maybe to learn more about some of the offerings and such. Best way for them to get a hold of you out there. 
Uh, LinkedIn is definitely great. I'm, I'm actually Shannon Martin writes on LinkedIn, or if you look up Shannon Martin Podbean, obviously that will come up easily. And that's, I'm on there pretty regularly. Um, they can also just reach out directly through Podbean, podbean.com. Uh, and we're also on all the social medias. Podbean.com is, is mainly our social media handle. Um, and I'm, I'm actually Shannon, just really easy, Shannon M at podbean.com. So people can also email me, but I, I would love to connect anything about podcasting, uh, anything, you know, corporate podcasting, but indie podcasts, you know, whatever. I never, I never mind hearing from anybody about that, of course. We will have that in the show notes. And then Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to find you out there? Best way as always is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share, anything and everything you do to help us. We appreciate international listeners. We have yet another international guest on. They'll tell you that even with some technical challenges, it's fairly painless (laughs) and we'd love to have you take part as well. Please reach out. It is definitely easier for you to get a hold of us than for us to get a hold of you. Definitely would like to start those conversations. Shannon, again, really appreciate you taking time. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.